Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Hey, we're grateful that you've joined us in this conversation. Uh, Lisa and I are having a conversation today with each other and with you around the the topic and theme of validation. Uh, We've titled this podcast, Validation, the Essential Ingredient. Uh, It is, I would just say over the last few weeks and, and beyond, but particularly in the last few weeks, it has been such a common theme uh, in my work with couples uh, therapeutically. And so we thought it would be helpful uh, to talk about uh, how we navigate validation well, what do we mean by validation, uh, what does it look like, what does it sound like. Uh, and, and I think this is a, it's a, it's a common area of struggle uh, in our marriage, both for Lisa and I and for many of you listening, I would assume. Uh, particularly around difference, uh, and also particularly in the midst of conflict, and then how we uh, return, how we repair our conflict. So we want to offer a sense of, uh, I think, hope, uh, a sense of clarity maybe of what what do we actually mean by this? What what is validation? Uh, Often it is the missing ingredient. Uh, I think of it as... um, in a recipe, a recipe of how do we navigate difference well, how do we navigate conflict well, and and validation is is the essential ingredient. Without it, uh, we I don't know. It's I don't, like you left out the salt or the <laughs> sugar, yeah, or the <laughs> flour really or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what what are essential ingredients in a recipe? I, I guess what salt, butter, flour, sugar, mm, any of those. So you don't like that. I, Imagery, I, I do. I, it's a helpful imagery because it says it's essential. Like it doesn't work without it. Uh, our communication, our interaction, how we, in the midst of difference or in the midst of conflict, it it won't go well ever. It stays without, harsh. It stays harsh. It, it feels like it, it's it's where the softening comes in, yeah, where good. there's a softness, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and I also think that validation was is a word that maybe was overused for a while, and so. It kind of lost a little bit of its meaning, and um, hmm. but I think that we're hoping to bring it back because we think it's a really important word. Because um, without it, it's it's almost like the oil, you know, where you're having this conversation and you're kind of butting up against each other, and there's like this lack of understanding. There's lack of um, just a softening toward what mm-hmm. the other is thinking, feeling, believing. Um, being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for many of you listening, if you can pause just for a moment as we're having this conversation and say, what are the maybe what are the connotations of validation? What what are the internal messages, scripts, ideas, thoughts you have about that word? Uh, and and from the get go, uh, in this moment, want to be very intentional around validation does not imply agreement, and I think that's a key part of so many of our interactions in marriage. It's that somehow if we uh, offer validation or believe that we validate, it means that we're agreeing. And and it does not have to imply that. It does not even have to mean that. Uh, but validation is the intentionality of being able to see, feel, think, and have a sense that, that what my spouse, partner is offering uh, is just as valid as my experience. That's the key. Because the lack of validation implies that the other doesn't matter. 
the lack of validation communicates what you think, feel, believe uh, is less than. And, and I think that's the struggle where for many of us in our marriage, what perpetuates disconnection can be the lack of validation. So validation is essential. It's this essential ingredient to navigating difference well, navigating conflict well, the return to conflict well, uh, because validation offers a seat at the table to the other. It says you are welcome here. What you have to offer, what you have to think, what you feel, what you believe, uh, it matters. And for many of us, given our own story, that could be a quite a bind, that sometimes our own voice, meaning our own thought, our own idea, our own belief, maybe didn't matter. It was, it was less than. Uh, we learned how to maybe be silent. We learned how to just go with the flow. We just learned that it, it didn't really matter. And I think what we're trying to say for many of us in our marriage and for many of the marriages that I work therapeutically, it's the lack of validation again that is what is perpetuating disconnection. Validation is, is, in its simplest form, really is something along these lines. I can see how that was hard for you. I can see what you might mean by that. Uh, I think I can understand what you're trying to say. Those are just three very concrete, brief, but also complex examples of what it looks like and what it sounds like. Yeah, or even... I can see you had a really hard day or mm -hmm. I can see you had a hard inter interaction. Like you might not even know what happened on the other side or you might not even understand what was happening for them, but you can see, like I can see you're frustrated. I can see that you don't, you know, understand mm -hmm. what's happening here or whatever it is. So it doesn't, again, like I like how you're highlighting that it doesn't have to be about agreement, right. but it's about when the other gets stuck or is visibly, you know, something is happening for them. Mm -hmm. And agitated, be, yeah, frustrated. To be able to be in a curious mode yeah. because you're valuing what they're thinking, feeling, believing, mm -hmm. even though it's different from maybe what you're feeling and right. believing. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of smiling as we're talking about this because this was true for us a few nights ago. Uh, we were in the kitchen, which... I don't know. For many of you listening, maybe the kitchen is both a, a place of goodness, but also a place of tension for lots of reasons. Everybody's uh, hungry. Everybody's hungry. When's you know, dinner going to be ready? Dinner, but also it, it's a it's a place for conversation sometimes, and uh, maybe there's lots of distractions, or maybe not. It it just can be a. Uh, I would just want to acknowledge it, it can be a good place. It can also be a difficult place. So, in this evening, Lisa was in a hurry. Uh, I think you came in quickly. You were trying to prepare a meal. I had been busy. Nothing had been prepared. Uh, you got at the Lisa got at the cut, cutting board. Uh, quickly started to cut an onion, um, and then an onion I would say just trickled off uh, onto the counter. Uh, and this was maybe. Did you mention the part about that you had just cleaned the countertops? Oh yeah, that's right. That that's right. I had just cleaned the countertops, and, and I think Lisa just casually tossed aside this onion onto the counter and oh everything in me wanted to say something not very kind um but i think i tried to say the most kind thing and i said something like could you please not leave the onion on the counter and you were really ticked by that you were really irritated with me frustrated that i would be noticing this onion on the counter now you know that that's a we're going to get into how, how we resolve this but uh, how, what the outcome was, but I just want to highlight, these are common moments for all of us. We, we all have onion moments. Oh, we, 
we're, we're frustrated, we're irritated, the other does, says, acts in a certain way, and now I have a choice. And for many of you listening, you have a choice. When you're aware that the other's irritated, frustrated, bothered, disappointed, whatever it might be, how do you choose to respond? And, and I can be frustrated that Lisa is irritated. I can be bothered. I, I, I can say, what's wrong with you? Are you kidding? All I said was, could you not put the onion on the counter, please? And, and here's what validation is. Because you, you, I mean, you expressed you were bothered, you were irritated, that I was noticing something that you were not doing right. Well, I, what I was bothered was, is that I was working really hard to get this dinner. And I think I was making a nice dinner, too. And I, I wanted to get it done quickly. And I was like, how come, how come the thing that gets noticed is the mm-hmm. onion rather than, oh, my gosh, you're making this nice dinner. Right. And so it just, it was, it just bothered me. Like, why that? Why not notice something else, mm-hmm. you know? Which is exactly what you said to me when I said, which we've encouraged this all on the way over numerous conversations in this podcast. It's, it's when we're aware something's not quite right for the other. Are we, in, are we curious? Are we able to say something like what happened or what's up? And, and I did. And I'm, I'm like, I have no idea why Lisa's upset. Because your expectation bothered. is that I like, would just move the onion yeah, back. Yeah, just over move the onion. Why would you so irritated I, that I, I snapped you, back? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was, um, we could say there was just kind of a, a harsh response. And you were bothered that I noticed something other than what you hoped I would notice, which of course it makes sense in this moment. Oh, okay, I get that. But, but what's difficult in those moments, it's that when we don't agree, we're maybe a little heated, maybe we're a little bothered. Uh, we, we can't quite understand why, why is the other acting this way? Why are they thinking this way? Why are they behaving this way? Why do they, why they feel this way? When it doesn't make sense to us, that's actually what inhibits validation. So, so the invite in this moment for those of you listening is sometimes it doesn't make sense. The other, our partner, spouse's thought, feeling, belief, need, whatever it might be, it doesn't quite line up. And so I think where we stay stuck, right, is the defense our intention. Mm-hmm. Like you came in, your intention wasn't to sure. not notice that I'm making dinner. Your intention was, hey, I just cleaned that counter. And now it's getting onion on it. And so we stay connected to our own intention and wanting to def- defend where we're coming from mm-hmm. rather than maybe think about and be curious about the other's response. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to stay there. It, it is easy to stay there. And that's, I think for many of us, that's what can these small moments, these small onion moments can be become so repetitive and so consistent that they become bigger moments uh, where where we there's such a block to validate. There's such a, we feel inhibited, we feel paralyzed, we feel like I, I can't say or do anything. And and what what is so crucial about validation is it only takes, I mean, in a playful way, we'll say 30 seconds or less. Like it really is such a key intervention, if you will, around difference and, and within conflict, uh, that without it, it, it tends to not end well. And so it, it, it is, oh yeah, I could see how it was hard for you. I could see how it was frustrating for you. I could see how that bothered you. Again, it doesn't imply agreement, but it implies, oh, I, I can see how that might be true. And what validation says is, oh, that is true for you. Validation says, I see you, I hear you, uh, I'm trying to understand you. And, and if we had, and I would say, as many couples as we could fit into this room that we're doing our podcast in, and we could say, well, 
what is what does validation sound like for you and what happens for you when you feel or hear validation for many of us we would say something like you know it's just a few sentences and it's incredibly soothing because validation is a form of soothing soothing meaning uh we're in this together i see you it says you're not alone in this and so i think you were able to say when you came you came back i think you left the room came back into the mm-hmm. room and just said hey what happened and i said well I, i'm working really hard here i you know, making this nice dinner. And so I think you were able to say, well, I, I do really appreciate the dinner and I, I didn't mean to point out the onion, you know? So I think even just that simple return and ask, Hey, what happened for you? Cause I think sometimes we just want to walk away and go, Oh, they're just, they're being difficult. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go back in there, but just by coming in and finding out and then being able to validate that and go, wow, yeah, you are working hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a simple thing. And I think later I was able to validate you back, you know, like, okay, I see you cleaned the counter and the onion got on the counter and I'm sorry, you know, so I think it unlocked, the one that's feeling maybe tense can become unlocked Mm -hmm. when we feel soothed. I think that's a great word for it. Feel soothed by that validation and then be able to go, now I can see why you were frustrated too. Mm -hmm. And I think what you just highlighted too is it's the the words of I'm sorry uh, that sometimes is where I think for many of us we we also might struggle, but but sorrow is actually a form of validation. I I'm sorry. It, it's not simply saying I did something wrong and I shouldn't have done that. That that's not what this conversation is about. I'm sorry. It is the expression of sorrow says, "Oh, I could see how it impacted you that way." That's what we mean by "I'm sorry." Uh, where so many couples struggle, it's the it's as if. We want to hide the sorrow. We want to limit the sorrow. We want to somehow say it's no big deal. As and and I think we do that because we believe that's helpful, or we believe it's somehow tries to minimize or helps minimize the pain or disappointment of the other. This last week, I was working with a couple, and this is such a common narrative, common story for many of us. Uh, they they had expectations for how they were going to spend the morning, one of the mornings, and one of them. I would say just chose to do something different and the other felt really disappointed. And, and in that moment, how, how did they navigate the disappointment? Well, how, how does one spouse express disappointment and one validate the disappointment? And that's where many couples struggle. It's that the refusal to validate the other's disappointment simply says what you think or what you feel is, is it's, it's less than in a way it's saying it doesn't matter. And that's where I think uh, for us, for Lisa and I, we've had to work really hard, even when we don't agree, especially in difficult moments, to be able to say, I might not see it the same way, but but I want to see what it's like for you, or I want to understand what it's like for you. And again, I want to be playful in saying, you know, it's, it's not a 30-minute conversation. It actually can be offered in 30 seconds. Even when we don't agree, are we willing uh, to be, again, intentional about help me to understand. I don't quite see it that way, but, but what, what is it about that for you that's so important or why might that matter to you? Mm -hmm. And I think it's something, I think what we're trying to say is it's something that we can actually say to one another when we don't understand, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't understand your sadness right now. I don't understand your frustration. I don't understand um, where you're coming from, but I can say these words to you that can bring soothing that can bring validation i can see that you're upset about it though and i think we get stuck because we want we want to get it and if we don't understand it 
then it feels confusing. But what we're saying is even just these words to say, I see that this is really hard for you. This is frustrating. Or I see mm-hmm. that you're sad. Because sometimes these things come up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You're just going along in your day and all of a sudden something gets triggered and you feel sad or you feel angry or you feel grief or you feel frustrated or you feel shame just by something that happened. And mm-hmm. we don't even understand what's going on in our own self, much less the other being able to understand what just happened. Mm-hmm. right? And so they come up and now we don't want to be met with defensiveness or or confusion we want we just want someone to say oh wow i get that yeah which which happened for us the other night it seems like we when we have these podcasts we're able to obviously refer to Lots things within opportunities <laughs> opportunity to... the last few days even uh i think it was what maybe three days ago and we were planning to go for a walk after dinner and lisa got a call a very important call uh from someone in her family and so you had to take the call and uh we didn't get to go for our walk. The call lasted a, a long time. Uh, by the time you were done, I was inside. It was getting dark. I, I was winding down for the evening. I think you even, you know, once you ended the call, you came and said, hey, you ready to walk now? And I was like, oh, no, I'm I'm good. I'm too tired. Or I don't even remember what I said, but something along those lines. Right. And in the past, if and we could say this is true for both of us, if we reverse the roles, mm, you, I think you sensed that I was a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um and of course I was. And, and and this is an essential part of validation. It's that disappointment occurs often in our marriage. It, it, it's something we've talked about in previous podcasts, but I just want to acknowledge, yeah, of course I was disappointed. I was looking forward to going for a walk. Well, we got and interrupted. I'm disappointed too. Sure. But, but in the past, what would have happened more often than not was, what, what's the big deal? We can go for a walk now. Why? You, know, you, you would have been, I think, in a way irritated at my disappointment. And you had a really kind response. You had a really soft response. You had a really tender response. Just shoot. I was really looking forward to that too. I'm sorry we didn't get to go for a walk. Maybe we can go sometime later this week. That's all it takes. Honestly, that's all it takes in moments like that for many of us. It's that when we hear the other's uh, intentional but also sincere vocalizing and naming, not just of sorrow, but the validation of disappointment, validation of, and then fill in the blank for many of you, whatever that might be, that that's what it takes. It's that's the, if, if you will, the reconnective tissue, uh, the, the, the way of, of not just return and repair, but it has this, this, I think, foundational, essential ingredient that says we're in this together. That what I think and what I felt about that experience isn't just my own or isn't just, just doesn't isolate me, but it's that I'm seen in it. I'm heard in it. I'm understood in it. Right. It impacts both of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember even in that moment, kind of struggling for the right words, you know, because I really just wanted, can't we just go for a walk now? You know, can't we just do this, have a do over almost? And Mm -hmm. we couldn't, it was a time had been gone and I was feeling just as disappointed that, I had to take this call and it was the timing of it and it just we missed right, out. Right. And But what helped you to respond well? Well, I think I, I had to I had to wait and I had to stop for a minute and go, okay, how can how can I respond? And then um and then I kind of remembered like just restating maybe what happened. You know, I I'm I'm disappointed too that this phone call happened at this time. I'm disappointed we didn't get to walk. Yeah, and I hope like can we pause just for a moment and say for those of you listening? Can you hear the power of those words or the, the, um, 
I think the 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 impact the influence of those words like they have a depth to them, and yet they sound so simple. But I really had to think about what to say, and I don't think it comes natural. I think it's kind of ca- counterintuitive because we want to maybe be frustrated or, well, why are you frustrated? Why right. you know we want to minimize the others' pain, disappointment, hurt. Because we believe, I think unconsciously at times, that that's a form of help or that's a form of care or that's what, that's what the other needs. It, because we don't know how to respond. And, and what we're saying is the healing component of moments like that is the validation. That is what the other craves. Mm-hmm. That is what the other needs. We could all raise our hands and say, what is it that you need when you feel? Fill in the blank. Or when you have difference, what is it that you need from your spouse? Some of us might say something like understanding. Yes, of course. Some of us might say validation. Yes, of course. But but I think where the the majority of us, if we pause in this moment, we'd say, what is essential in any moment of difference is validation. Mm-hmm. Because at a at a core, it says, I see you. I want to understand you. Uh, we're on the same team. You're welcome here. Uh, I don't quite get it, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think... Even if the other doesn't understand, because right now I've been having, I've been in and out of grief, you know, with my my dad, and mm-hmm. we had to put him in memory care, and so it'll hit me at different times in the day, and I'll I'll be sad, and I'll walk over to Steve. This couple times this last week, I walked over with a tear in my eye, and it's just like out of the blue, you know. It's unexpected. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he and he, I I know he he gets it to some level, but also it doesn't because like what. Yeah, oh, I didn't, why is this happening now? You right. know, and it can catch me off guard sometimes. Right, and I yeah. don't need him necessarily to totally get it either, because it it is my grief. And but but to have a soft response when he validates and goes, of course you feel sad. You know, instead of maybe ten years ago, fifteen years ago, when we I had a, a different sort of grief when I was going mm-hmm. through depression, and I would come with sadness and. It would, almost felt like, wait, why are you sad again? Mm-hmm. You know? And it, yeah, I didn't, it didn't know how to respond. Yeah, it didn't feel... Um, yeah, I felt really helpless in moments like that. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to respond. Right, and I and, it, and it's as, a, as the same as now, mm-hmm. I really didn't need much. I just needed it to be, you know, of course you feel that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay, you know? And so there's a huge difference now of when, when I've had to just maybe had a sad moment and I knew it was going to last a long time. It just was kind of a moment that came up for me and I was, I'm able to go and, and offer that to you. And you're able to just respond and say, yeah, you know, you just need a hug and I can see that's hard for you right now. And so it's, it's really powerful. Yeah, I think those are the, the moments that we're not quite aware that that's actually what is so needed for each other. Mm-hmm. It's that for many couples, it's these. It can be these unexpected emotions, the unexpected experiences, uh, and and how we might, you know, pause and be aware of. Uh, I wonder what our spouse needs. I wonder what she needs. I wonder what he needs. I wonder what would be helpful, even though I don't agree. I don't quite understand. But will I choose to? Like you said earlier, which was so helpful. It's let, let me try this again. Let me let me think about what it is that the other might need, and. And maybe the starting place and the ending place is one of validation. Uh, the validation of, oh, I could see that's true for you. Oh, yeah. I could see that how that was hard for you. Oh, I could see how that was difficult for you. Right. That's and, all we crave in those moments. Right. And and to highlight, it could just be take a second. You know, it can just take a couple of lines. It's not a two-hour discussion. It's not a 30-minute hashing out things. It's just maybe just a couple of lines. 
that can be really powerful. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us on the web at thereconnectinstitute.com. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Reconnect Marriage. <laughs>